The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. It's... Adventures of Toxic City, the podcast. I'm your host, Chevy Chavarria, the excellence of podcast execution. And with me, as always, Mr. Bill Kurtner. Introduce Hi. yourself greatly. Yay, mother truckers. I like that. Woo. I like that. And then we're here with Derek. Do your thing. It is Ravishing Rick Dixter. Uh, that was it. That was it. Okay, Ravishing okay, Rick Dixter. Right. Okay. So, so you can't see it, but the energy of the show was like, <laughs> let's just give it a number. It was like at nine. And then I came in, and maybe it came down to like 8.5 mm-hmm. just for a second. And then the Dick Rickster, <laughs> Tricky Dick Nixon over here, brought down to like negative let me, two. Let me talk. But this, is my friend, this is my friend Derek Thomason on this show who wants to be called Rick Dixter. So real life talk. You're here with me. So we're not – I'm not making this up. He calls me the other day, like serious voice. Like I've known this man for like 15 years. Most serious I've ever heard him in my entire life. And he says, hey, man, I really got to talk to you about something. And I said, oh, my God, what happened? What's going down? Because this dude's never serious. And he said, I really want you to call me Rick on the show. He's like, I don't like my name, Derek, and I'm trying to not go by that anymore. I'm like, that's the name your mother gave you. Well, And and um, he's like, I really want to change it. So, And I'm like, there's no... There's no ounce in me that can do this because I've been for the last year and a half on this bandwagon to stop the Ricks. I stop all people named Rick except for the people that I actually named Rick, which has happened a few <laughs> times in honor of you trying to call yourself Rick. And then he gives me this line that, what can I do about it? We've been friends for 15 years. He says, I've never asked you for anything in our whole friendship. <laughs> Can for the you record, please call me it's, Rick? It's 19 years. Mm, okay. We were 14 when we first met. 19 years. And and this is what, what am I supposed to do with that? Every ounce of everything <laughs> in me says um, that I should not do that. So I would not do it. <laughs> he gave me the line, man. He Bert, gave me the you, line. So are you going to do it? I'm not saying anything. I'm staying neutral. I'm not. Cor- I usually so what correct do I, him. What do I call this guy? The, Angry Stumpy over here. The best thing That's about fine. we've been in Toxic City Comics, and this guy tries to to random customers announce himself as Rick, and I'll like just be hiding behind a counter and pop out and be like, "His name's Derek." So but didn't we didn't we have an episode that he popped up on where I said where we, we went probably like probably a year ago probably. So I've been Derek. On this. It's okay. I'm like I'm like the Gestapo. Of Rick's over here trying to call yourself Rick, and now he's putting me in a position where I have to back off my, uh, my I have to take off my um, a uh, R band around my arm that's anti-Rick. And um, I was gonna say, you know, I'm so. hoping you fight heart disease. Help me fight. Uh, help me fight off the Derricks. How you help me fight heart disease? I'm telling you, don't eat so much bacon and mayonnaise. That's about the extent of it. It ain't working, brother. It is not working. Where are we going today, I believe, Mr. Bill? Kerner? I believe. Stumpy has a collector's corner because I can't, Let's I can't talk. call you Rick. We Sorry. are the Adventures of Toxic City. We are a comic, statue, toy, graphic novels, shirt, whatever thing that you're into, we try to provide at Toxic City Comics. we got some anime stuff going, all kinds of stuff. We are here for collectors. I'm going to hand it over to Mr. Ravishing <laughs> Rick Dixter. Ravishing Rick oh. Dixter. And he's starting with our new first ever launch of the Collector's Corner! Oh! 
All right, so basically what Collector's Corner is, it's not going to be so much reviews and it's not going to be so much news as basically either something that me or one of these fine gentlemen have acquired or... That was the nicest thing you've ever said about me. I think he was sizing himself and saying another word. Right, right, right. Yeah, I really want to say a lot worse. Or (laughs) other customers, fans, what have you, something they've added to their collection that basically that they're hyped about. So I'll start the show with today. I uh, Sideshow Collectibles recently released the uh, uh, a quarter scale maquette endoskeleton where the eyes light up and everything. And what's an endoskeleton? What's a maquette? Uh, maquette is a fan. I know what it is. Okay. I do too. But I a fancy to word. <laughs> today in the days day and age, it's a fancy word for statue. Woo! But originally, it was what artists would use to kind of. Uh, 3D figure that they would set aside so they could kind of get dimensions right mm-hmm. and stuff when they were, you know, drawing and what have you. Uh, what was your question, Chevy? What's a what? I, I Exoskeleton? Or are we talking alien? He said Indo. Indo from a Terminator. The... See? You gotta let people know. Oh, okay. You gotta yeah. let people know. Not everybody's so on your level. To, so it's like, what, the T-800? or the... Yeah, the, oh, the wow. T-800 from the first one with, uh, you know, no skin on and everything. Oh. Just the just the skeleton. It's about 20 inches tall and uh, it's That's just a... That's said. <laughs> Who said that? Nobody. Ever. No. <laughs> His mom said that. <laughs> uh, it's about 20 inches tall. And it's it's a great piece. It should be coming out uh, next August. So I'm excited about that. Been waiting on it for about two years now. Uh, moving. And nobody waits on robots of human <laughs> men like you. I will wait on some robots. You will. Cyborgs. Let me ask you this. If you had a chance to have an endoskeleton but still have your brain, would you go with it? Why would, I don't even need my brain. <laughs> I, I'll be complete endoskeleton with the computer chip when you, and everything. When you're taken over by Skynet, who is the first person you kill? Uh, oh man, that's oh, that's it's good. Uh, Matt Damon. Why Matt Damon? I really? Just, not Chevy? I just really. Chevy's too. <laughs> but he did that great movie, uh, Stuck on You. I, I'm sorry, did I say oh. Matt Damon? <laughs> I'm all the Matt Damon. I meant yeah. to say Colin Farrell. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So understandable. Sorry. sorry. Got, <laughs> understandable. They look so much like The it. only, what's the only good thing Colin Farrell's ever done? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, uh, in Bruges is a good movie. God, he was on one episode of Scrubs. <laughs> And he was pretty funny in it. But other than that... Scrubs? Scrubs, bro? I went with Scrubs. He played this Irish guy who beat somebody up and brought him to the hospital. I mean, that's just... That's like... That's Wednesday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin Farrell is Ireland's Justin Bieber. You don't want to claim him. You're not excited with him. And he just makes nothing but crap. So you guys aren't excited about Justin Bieber. (laughs) Anyways, back on track. Um... Today is also the first day of preview night at San Diego Comic Con. Ooh. And they have released Dancing. some pretty awesome uh, stuff coming out, one of which is the Blitzway uh, one sixth scale uh, Ghostbuster figures, which they're about a foot Original tall. Original Ghostbusters. Original Ghostbusters. And they look amazing with the proton packs, and the, the head sculpts are great. So we'll see more from that. Definitely going to add that in my collection. And what I'm super excited about is Hot Toys has released the... Uh, I like how your voice changes in excitement. Continue. The first images of the Daredevil figure from the uh, the show. Mm. The monumental thing about this for Hot Toys is it's the first time that they've made uh, figures from a TV show. Even though they did the Batman 66 line, that was technically from the movie, not the mm. show. So that was popular enough show, and they got enough requests for it that they decided to go ahead and make the figure line. Uh, but be Whoa. fair, isn't Daredevil really just a ten-hour movie? Oh yeah, it's not like it's not like a crappy CSI procedural. Correct. You know, I mean, it's it's really Netflix doing like two two ten-hour movies and chopping them up. But they're yeah. great though. Oh, they're, they're amazing. Good, you know, so. Uh, 
everybody's excited with that. So that was the main thing is, man, just, just the, the, the Daredevil releases. So there'll be more to come with that, so you can look forward to seeing pictures from that and hear more about those releases. Knowing Hot Toy Schedule, it'll probably come out literally six months to nine months from now. But, hey, six months to nine months is better than never. There right. you go. There right. You go. Real quick, if you could have Hot Toys make any show in the world one figure for yourself, what would you go with? Mm. Mm. I would have actually said Daredevil, honestly. Really? Of any show ever? Yeah, because that's it. Because That's I mainly I don't collect figures from shows, and basically Bill nailed it on the head. It's basically like a long movie, and it would go with my Marvel mm-hmm. Cinematic Universe. So I would have to say, like my favorite show of all time, probably Lost. But I don't want any figures. You don't from want it. a Sawyer figure? I don't want. <laughs> I don't. I don't quite need any figures from it. I would go with Mr. Echo if I was picking a figure. Uh you know that's not a bad idea. I'd go with the Smog Monster. Ooh, that's a cool. That'd one, be too. pretty dope. I'll go with my. Mine'll be the Smog Monster from Lost. That's good. You killed my character, so hey. <laughs> we can do a double. <laughs> awesome, awesome. What about you? Come on. I have no idea. I was thinking, like, of all the shows I like, but I'm like, do I really want to figure? Like, I'm sure there's a Daryl Dixon somewhere around there that somebody's already done. I sure. love The Walking Dead, but do I want a Daryl Dixon sitting around just looking at me all dirty all the time? And Three I, Zero I has that know. license, and they haven't made him yet, but they've made Rick, Michonne, Zombies, and yeah. the other ones. So he's, he's coming he's soon coming. I think uh, have, I, I haven't seen too much Sideshow. They're known for being very realistic. Yeah. I would like to see them do maybe like a cartoon line like uh bob's burgers to have like something oh, okay it's some, not a bad idea. You, you know what i'm saying yeah, I, I, I think like uh i'm more and my collection is more like uh, i have you know it's, it's big i like bigger scales 18 inch stuff like that and it usually is a lot more like uh imaginative more than real people animated you know? type, yeah so. um so i think that would be cool um I, actually i'm well it wasn't tv show but a movie i like i said i think a couple weeks ago but i'm, I'm in love with sideshows uh mars attacks which you can, can't really find anymore and if you do oh, find it you're paying expensive. like five over five yeah. and i haven't done it yet so if anybody ever loves me and just wants to give me a gift sideshow uh 500 uh mars attacks figure um with the the, the head and Martian with the cape and the, the swirls on the neck on his uh, thing. is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Awesome. So that's the kind of stuff I, I kind of dig more. Thank you, Mr. Ravishing Rick Dixter. Thank you for finishing for me. I'm not, I don't get a finish it. For our first ever inaugural Collector's, collector's Corner. Corner. Be excited. You collectors out there, get hype. Don't be ashamed to get hype about the things you love. When grown men have uh, more toys than they do wardrobe, I think, uh, you know, I'm with that. That's fair. I'm with that. Three shirts, Um, 45 toys. Right, right, right. Mr. Bill, beautiful, bearded, Kurtner. (laughs) What's up, buddy? Lead us into our show for today. So we got a homework assignment the other night, and uh, the beautiful Chev over here said, come up with your best and worst top five list of remakes. Movie remakes. Awesome. And explain your homework. This so, was, I didn't even do my own homework because I was in here with How did I know? Say, how did I freaking um, know? I'm just throwing it, ideas Rick. out there. I'm just going with well, it. Rick, just, how did I know he uh, wouldn't? Uh, we do all. Going, uh, you know, know, in the words of Froghorn Leghorn, I'm doing all the cutting, but you ain't doing none of the bleeding, mm, son. You know? I, I say that, I say that, son. <laughs> That's got that. real raises real quick, and I'm okay with it. I, um, I, uh, well, I was inspired by. The other, I think, Friday night, we're at Talk City Comics hanging out. A bunch of gamers sitting around. I'd get crazy. There's a video you could I was here. You were here. And we all day long, I just kept hearing about the stinking Ghostbusters remake. Did you see it? I did actually see it. I haven't. Quick story. Went to go watch 
with my sons, um, the Sandlot on the big screen, which I stinking love. The Sandlot oh, it was one of those like summer, one. excellent summer kids. You pay a dollar to get in, and da da da. And then we get up there, and it's like supposed to start at nine thirty. It's nine forty-five. Nothing's happening, and the lady screams from the window. It didn't even come in the theater. It was like, um, sorry guys, this ain't working. You know. Go pick a movie, pretty much. And the only thing that was really starting was the Ghostbusters or the Secret Life of Pets. And I totally talked my little kids who would love to see the Secret Life of Pets into watching the Ghostbusters. <laughs> but I heard, so. I heard that the new Ghostbusters is family-friendly. I, there's a couple parts where I was like, Ugh, don't ever do that. Um, mm-hmm. Dude just flipping each other off and stuff. Oh, okay. I have a six- well, and eight-year-old. So they were like 12, yeah, 13. But- it wasn't, you know... But uh, um, I taught my ten-year-old to do it. So uh, right, right, right. It's not, not our vibe because yeah. our kids, you know, it goes to teachers and to principals, and that's just how my kids roll. They're like they're going bigger homes. So I try to, I got to cut that stuff real quick. And so, um, uh, anyway, so saw it. Um, wasn't the worst thing ever. Wasn't you know I'm I'm not like rushing to buy it on DVD. Okay, when it comes. that is every review I've heard. Yeah, wasn't terrible. Wasn't something I need to see again. Right. That, and it's the worst thing you can say about a movie. I think so. Because it should inspire an emotion. Whether, right. it, whether you're pissed uh, on, off on because a, on it a, is. Let's say scale of 1 to 10, I'd go, I, I would even dare say 6, 6.5. Because it definitely was better. See, that, that's yeah. slightly I, I better would, neutral. I would, yeah. I would rather be Batman be Superman theatrical. Where people are like, oh, this is the biggest piece of crap I've ever seen in my life. Give it a two out of ten, you know, whatever, you know. But it's like milk toast. Well, okay, so here, here's the here's the flip side. I love Kristen Wiig, and I like uh, Melissa McCarthy. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, most people hate her. Like, I get it. I like her. I, I, I think she's funny. I think she's. It's the same 50, character 50 every time you see her. Movies, you know, yeah. um, and I'm okay with that. I like stuff. That's why I listen to punk rock music. You always know what you're gonna get. And um, <laughs> uh, I uh, I dig that. I. You know, it was them being them, and there yeah. was nothing. You know, like I love uh, Kristen Wiig in. Um, you know, I liked her in Whippet. I liked her in Skeleton Twins. If you've seen that, that kind of vibe. And so in here, she was just kind of. I do like it when she's super odd too, like mm-hmm. just really weird. And sometimes when she was first coming up, you saw her and you didn't really know who she was, but she was being super awkward in movies. And I like that. But uh, you know, like I said, overall, I heard, I heard Kate yeah. McKinnon is really yes. Good I, I, if, if I can say anybody stole the show, it was her. What is yeah. she? That's she's what from. I was about to ask. Saturday Night Live. She's okay. like. She's probably the probably right now the most popular Saturday Night Live member they have. How long has she been on the show? Uh, three years. Okay. Yeah, this generation, this generation of SNL took me about a year to get into, and once I did, I went back and watched everything. Who's the head writer currently? I have no idea. No Gibson. Because when Seth uh, Seth Myers was doing it, yeah, God, it was so terrible. Like when people were crediting it as being terrible. It was that time. I'm not giving him all the blame. Well, it was, but it was a Tina time Fey. Thing. I mean, come on, dude. You know, How Tina you... Fey had some amazing stuff. But Colonel Angus, you know, I mean, she was <laughs> one of the best best writers on there. So, and then they kind of dipped down. Anyway. So, no, I mean, as a movie, I'd say, hey, go see it, man. I would say this. I was never bored. I was never like, oh, my yeah. God, when's this going to be over? You know, um, as, as, as someone who loves Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, I was a little disappointed in his role in the movie. And um, that's all I can negative, really, I can say. Like I said, um, there was Dan Aykroyd. The, he's on the screen for maybe a minute, and he's my favorite thing in the whole in the whole movie. That's, and I, a, that's the original I, one, too. He's my favorite character. I don't yeah. want to give it away, but he wasn't even playing, you know, Ray or whatever. He was just a cab driver, and um, I don't want to give it away, his line, but it's beautiful and perfect, and it was okay. just very cool homage. But, so that led me to everybody hating the Ghostbusters, and I saw it, and it was okay, and some people are like, oh, I'll give it a chance. And if you remember the comic book series, I think the international Ghostbusters was all chick things, so people were, like, freaking out, but they were already doing this in the comics. There yeah. was already different Ghostbusters sets around the, the world. They said the comics set that up. 
So, um, led me to, let me call these guys and see their best and worst remakes, and maybe if we have time, we'll get into things that maybe should be remade, or things that should never be touched ever, because, you know, whatever. Okay. So, um, let's go, rock and roll, take uh, over. I want to say this real quick with, uh, before we get into the the good and the bad. I'm going to be the, from from the, uh, we, we, before you say that, we kind of started discussing this, and I said, let's stop discussing this, let's record this conversation, Mr. Bill and... Ravishing Rick Dixon. <laughs> um, we're having, um, and so I'm almost like I didn't really make a list, um, but I'm almost like a mediator here because I think they're going to get into it, baby. It's going to be some I stuff. You're going to be pleasantly surprised how much we picked of the same stuff. Oh, that's but, a I, but I, I will say this: uh, with remakes, and I I can't speak for uh, for y'all, but what I will say is, when I'm looking at remakes, uh, the the first thing is why is it remade. Okay, is it remade because it's a uh, it was a good concept but just didn't quite deliver on originally because maybe like effects were so bad and lacked? Did is it getting remade because it had potential but the dialogue was bad? Is it getting remade because it was just super popular and they want to capitalize on it and remake it? And if that's the reason, that's when you get a lot of crap. You right. have to have a good reason to remake a movie, not just, well, it was popular 30 years ago, let's just remake it again, and that's when you get Whose bad remakes. Whose voice was that? Uh, that was, that was uh, Derek? <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. Oh, <laughs> man, he's the main, he pulls the trigger on all remakes. Uh, Forget you, Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> so that's, I just... You know, disclaimer. All right, and they so say let, we're not sporty. Let's go with. I guess, I guess we'll go with best first. Okay. okay. Our best, our best. And let's only spend a few minutes on each one, so we okay. can't okay. do a whole show because I want to get. I want to get some stuff. You're welcome. Okay. So, you go first. So we're, the the criteria was there's a lot of movies that are good, but I can't say them because you have to watch the original and the new one. Yeah. So I had to ixnay a lot of stuff who, from who, my list. I did. Okay. Since you didn't take take part in this, yeah, that was yeah. the one rule we had. I you was had about to, to say, I didn't you know had the to, rules. You had to have seen both to make the choice. So, okay. which, is, which is a fair rule. So, I'll go with, uh, am I doing the whole list or just picking just, one? You do one, I do one. Okay, I'll go with the... Uh, These the, are good. The, yeah, they're good. All I'll right. go with the new RoboCop. Not as good as the original, but I did different take and I did like it. I liked it. It. It, it's on my, it. it was on my original 10 that I had down. I thought it was good. Michael Keaton was awesome. Uh, Joel Kinnaman, mm. who's also in Suicide Squad. Did a great job. It was a slightly different spin, familiar territory, but they altered it just enough, uh, almost to the point where you could have called this a sequel. Yeah. Because they actually showed you the original armor at one point. Mm-hmm. I mean, this could have been almost just a, a, a kind of future sequel. I'd have, honestly, I would have, even though I liked it, I would have rather it been a extended universe instead of calling mm-hmm. him, because really the only thing, like the originals, they called him Alex Murphy. If they had called him Frank Roberts... It would have been a completely expended... Rick Dixter? Or Rick Dixter. Man, it won't make them that cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, go. Bill. Okay, um, I'll go with Punisher Warzone. I love Punisher Warzone. Uh, it is... It's everything a Punisher movie should have been. Remade from what? The original? I mean, you have two other... two other. Like, you're talking about the Thomas Jane and then the well, Dolph Lundgren? Well, Thomas Jane and the Dolph Lundgren are both origin stories. So every one of these are remakes. Because it's not a sequel, you do not have any of the recurring characters except for a Frank Castle character. Okay, that's it. So, it so wouldn't that be a continuation if it's not telling the same story? Or it's, no, not in my opinion. Okay, it's it, I'm with it. Go ahead. Because they, I think they were trying to reboot the franchise with right. Warzone, um, which I don't understand why they didn't. Even though it was only like four or five years after Tom Jane, yeah, and Tom Jane would have done a sequel. I don't know why they didn't go with it. Oh well, I, I, never mind. Side note: There's a mini movie floating around the internet somewhere. Dirty that Laundry. Jane did. Dirty Laundry. Oh, that was cool. Um, it yeah, was very really cool. Good. So if you haven't seen that, go watch Dirty Laundry. Yeah. Be careful when you Google that. 
Okay. <laughs> All right, you're next. I'll go with the the new Star Trek. I love the new one. Love the original one. I got to go with that too. I, I love. I, I. It is the 2009 Star Trek is one of, is my favorite movie of all time. Uh, oh wow! I, I love that movie. Uh, I watch it. My kids and I watch it all the time. I think it's as a Star Trek fan. I think it's like the best representation uh, in the modern era of of where Trek can go. Did, I, you, did you like the original one? I love. It. I'm. Mm-hmm. I grew up I, on it. I will say that um, I hate Star Trek. With an all-consuming passion. No one likes you. I know. That's true. Uh-huh. We do hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, more, more so just because I like drawing lines in oh, the hey, sand. Oh, hey, 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 and hey, I, uh, hey. where's your list? I drew. It's right. <laughs> Shut the hell up. I have it okay. in my head. I don't even need paper. All right. Look so, at you guys. You can't so we even both, think. We both but picked. I'm ignoring you. I we was going to tell you <laughs> that I did like the Star Trek remake of... of um, I, I would say I didn't hate it, but it was okay. But I tried to really be anti-Star Trek. better than Trek. Ghostbusters? Uh, yeah, I'll say it's better than All Ghostbusters. Right. Um, so, I... I do like Zachary Quinto. Continue. Uh, so we do. We both pick Star Trek. Okay, so you go. You, you do another one. I'm gonna go with uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh God damn! We both picked that one. Uh, I'm, a, I'm in that boat with you. I, I, that, I'm, I mean, it's incredible. We had. I mean, you it, had, it's you had Rick James. Rick, Rick, <laughs> Rick James was walking around just doing coke, killing zombies, baby. You had, you had Ving Rhames. Mm-hmm. You had uh, Ty Burrell, the Modern Family yep. guy, in it. You had playing a completely different yeah. person. Uh, was who so, was so, he? Who was he? In he that? was the the rich guy with the boat, the snob guy. Yeah, huh? the dad from Modern uh, Family. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a real a hole in the movie. Yeah, he does a great job. Yeah, I, no, it's excellent film. Excellent film. Um, I never put those two together. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, uh, Scarface is a remake of the 1932 Scarface. He was telling me that. Weren't you telling me that? Yeah, yeah. Scar- I forgot about it. Scarface is a solid movie, man. It's Have you of- seen the original, though? It's fun. Okay. It's okay. Is it, it, it from what I understand, it's like, you'll never get me a copper scene. Yeah, it's, it's a 30s gangster movie. Okay. Uh, but, you know, for what it is, it was fine. But, but I mean, Brian De Palma... 80s Miami cocaine, ah, dude, come on, man. We're back to Rick James. It's three, yeah. <laughs> it's just three hours of unadulterated 80s pornography. You know. What do you? Let me ask you this: okay. How closely did it tie into the 32 version? I mean, I haven't seen the 32 version probably in 15, 20 years, so I don't recall everything. But it's a 30s gangster film about an immigrant that, you know, comes over. It's it's. Similar themes, but obviously... I probably less cocaine. Yeah, probably a little mm-hmm. bit less cocaine. Yeah. More Tommy guns. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, as a remake, though, oh, you gotta love Scarface. Oh, yeah, it was gotta a good go movie. With, gotta go with Scarface. Okay, what do you got? Um, I got one that uh, you're gonna definitely disagree with, but uh, The Grudge. I, I saw Jew on. I Ooh. thought it was eh. I thought The Grudge was Is way scarier than Yeah, whoa. Whoa. Juwan, Juwan, I don't know. You know, there's a big emphasis. Like, you say the word Jew a lot. That's what it sounds like. It's actually J-U something, whatever. I think it's what, Japanese? Yeah. (laughs) You think? (laughs) The grudge Japanese? Oh, Oh, Rick son. (laughs) Oh, you are going to die. Wasn't a huge fan, matter of fact. Uh the Amer- actually, it's on my worst list. We'll go on that in a minute. <laughs> uh, to to cl- I guess to clear out, I had a tie for the last uh, best of, and that was uh, the Fly, the '80s version of the Fly with uh, Jeff Goldblum. And oh, this is the best. Yeah, and, okay. and my my tie. Oh, don't, for, don't be coming against my boy Goldblum. Uh, I my, thought we were my gonna... tie. My tie for this one was the Fly and uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. 
I'm going to say uh, I put The Fly on mine. So The Fly was a remake of I didn't know this either. The Fly, yeah, it was a 1950s Vincent Price oh. film. Yeah, yeah I never I saw the original. I like Vincent Price stuff. I, I never saw it. the original, and I cheated on this one and put it on there anyways because the, the Jeff Goldblum Fly was so damn good oh. that yeah, even well. though I didn't see it, I don't feel I needed to see the original one because I couldn't it, imagine it. Doing. It's a little sillier because it's the 50s. I mean, not mm-hmm. silly. It's not, obviously, it's not. It's it's not on the level of horror that we would expect. Right, there's no way they could pull that uh, yeah, off in the fifties. Yeah. You know, you um, I'll give you credit. You almost don't have to see that one. You know, uh, so I'll give you credit on that. I cheated. One. <laughs> that's a, it's such a good because the eighties. The, the who was who did that? That was uh, not was that Cronenberg that did that? Man, I don't remember. It's yeah, it's Cronenberg. It's a matter. David Cronenberg. All you need is the Goldblum no, baby. Cronenberg man came with all those really great body horror movies, yeah. like Videodrome and Existence and right. all that crazy shit. Uh, yeah, and and Rob Zombie's Halloween. I really enjoyed it. I saw it in the theater three times. Um, I think the the director's cut's even better. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Craig from B-Movies and Ebooks. And if you don't know about B-Movies and Ebooks, it's basically a podcast between two lifelong friends. We cover horror movies, cult movies, and B-Movies on a bi-weekly basis. And also, we talk about the latest genre fiction we've read. So after you get done listening to this fine episode, head on over to iTunes and search for B-Movies and Ebooks and hit subscribe. It's easy to do, you'll be entertained, and you're going to find out about a ton of titles you never even knew existed. All right, let's get into the let's ready to rumble. bad. These are the bad lists, you know what I'm saying? This is where uh, but it's the mediation funny. We, begins. We have two. We have two on our list, and so. I might disagree with that. Mm. <laughs> let's go. Go. All right, um, I'm going to go with uh, the new Karate Kid. First off, he was doing kung fu. That was retarded. Um, second thing that was ridiculous was he was like 12. You don't have the you you get beat up in front of the girl you like in high school. It's a little bit different than being twelve, being in junior high and doing it. It's just got. I remember kids getting beat up. Or I mean, you hurt. got beat up a lot, right? I mean. And, and uh, kids crying in junior high and stuff like that. You don't really see that in high school. It's just a completely different different dynamic that they changed it and made it not near as cool. Okay, I, think. I didn't see it, so I'm gonna have to go with you on that one. I, 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 you don't. Uh, touch it's the it's neither. Yeah, here yeah. or there. I don't think it was. Um, usually, Jaden Smith usually is a good deterrent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you gotta you gotta eat, mm-hmm. w- watch a crappy Jaden Smith movie to learn that. All right, all right. This is my learning. What curve. was that one he did with the uh, with with his dad and they uh, were like, After Earth? Yeah, I heard that was like a big yeah, Scientology like yeah. thing. Uh, I never seen either. One. I like. I really like Shyamalan. Scientology. No, Shyamalan. <laughs> oh, he did that. Yeah, yeah I couldn't even. I pre- that's that. the only movie I like. All his other movies. Even even the crappy Airbender one that everybody hated, the plant one I liked. But oh, I like oh the plant God, one. you like the happening? I like the, I like the happening. Oh, y'all aren't crap. My but, girl Zoe, little Zoe Deschanel, wasn't she in that? But I couldn't even bring myself to watch stupid Will Smith, Jaden, After Earth right. crap. Ugh. John Leguizamo was in that. Yeah, and has he ever let you? John Leguizamo was also in uh, the past Mario Brothers. <laughs> Again, you're. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> All right. So my first one is uh, the uh, Tom Jane Punisher. Uh, just a complete rewrite of the origin. Absolutely no need for any of the tweaks they made to it where he is a, I guess he's a DEA agent and he's busting drug dealers and he goes down to a family reunion in the Florida Keys and I guess the family of the drug dealers come down and wipe out his entire family except him and his dad. Roy Schneider. Yeah, who, who then, you know, somehow managed to take some of these guys out but then all his family's killed and Tom Jane is left and then it's... 
a sh- shitty remake of the uh, Garth Ennis comics. Uh, I, I, and then there's that asshole guy in the middle of it that's just like, I'm going to play this song. I love that! I hate that! I bro. love oh that! Oh, my God! But no, okay, overall, that... the whole movie wasn't in love, but that one scene, I was oh, like... Oh, God. I okay, like the randomness. The, the guitar guy was terrible, but we're, you're missing the main bad point of the movie, which was the, the fat kid and earring face... We're totally, and even Rebecca Romaine's character, we're totally insane. Are you talking like his neighbors? Well, but that's like, yeah, why would I the Punisher befriend his you, neighbors? But did you read the Garth Ennis books? I they're did, all in it. They're, are they that lame, though? Yeah, they're all typical uh, characters. What, like what'd that. you hate about the Johnny Cash wannabe guy? Oh my god! Why the hell was that scene <laughs> in, the, well, in the movie? He, he's eating in the diner where Rebecca remains Stamos. Or That's Rebecca. the last song you're going to hear he goes, before you die. I'm going to play this song at your funeral. It, unneeded. Was that in anything or they totally made no, it? No, it was a piece of crap. It was like Johnny Cash, I think, had just died or was about to die. No, I think he died. And I think, uh, did Walk the Line, was that coming out? Or Walk the Line was a right around that time. I think it was like. No, that, that movie was garbage. Either way. <laughs> John Travolta. I'm not saying. John I'm not Travolta saying it wasn't garbage. Is your bad guy? Have you seen him dance? <laughs> Ro, yeah. have you been, would you trust your kids with him? No. <laughs> like, so, I, 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 I mean, it's him, Bill Cosby. I mean, that, if they were in a, a movie and they were both bad guys, I'm like, I'm, I understand. I'm with it. I'm so scared. This is worse than The Grudge remake by the Jews. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, um, Go. So, anyways, I, did, I thought the scene was funny. I liked the oh. scene. I liked oh. the, uh, the randomness of it. And Thank I'm, God I'm I love you. Random, I know. Ugh. Random dude. Just random. But All right, overall movie Go sucks. On, Go. I'm going to go. Uh, point Break, the remake. I did not see the remake. Here, yeah. You saw the remake. Yeah, I saw it at work. Ooh. Here's here's the downside to, to the remake is love love these characters, these actors or not, but Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves and so forth, they have a dynamic about them. I mean, if you hate them, whatever. Wait, wait a minute, there's. I love the original. The original was a good movie. However, and it, when they're robbing the banks with the president's mask, that was cool. Has Patrick awesome. Swayze ever made unique. a bad movie? But this one, first off, they're not wearing president's masks; they're just wearing regular masks, like every other bland bank robber yeah. in the movie ever. The the, the 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 Brody character and even the main actor uh, Johnny. What's his name? Keanu Reeves' character, Johnny, Johnny Utah. Utah. Okay, both of those characters, they said, hey, we're going to take regular people that are kind of bland, kind of do stuff, and we're going to make them lame. And, okay, they do extreme sports, fantastic. That doesn't automatically make you cool when living on the edge. If you have, have the you personality, ever seen Triple X? If you have the personality of a stick, you still do. Triple X. <laughs> uh, anyways, go ahead. Bill. They're, they're making another one. Shut I saw a commercial up. for you it. Shut up. Vin Diesel to. coming back. Triple X. Uh, the Grudge. I'm sorry. Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> kiss my ass. I'm not a fan. Was that your best? Uh, nope. Juwan. Yeah. I love. I love Juwan. They took half of Juwan, and the good half. No, they only <laughs> took half the movie, and then took the other half and made a sequel out of it. And I'm like, you kind of you you could have made one really good movie instead. And they did. It's called The Grudge. It's called Crap. Go. <laughs> What's your next one? Um, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, Terminator Genesis, and that's probably my biggest disappointment on here. That's a hard one because is that a that remake? Re- yeah. Well, that that really that really skirts the line, man. How is that a remake? It was a continuation. It was it was, it was both, and this uh, that's what Bill's getting at, right? Yeah. We, what do you? Is it a sequel? Is it a remake? It's a sequel it, because they're talking about time, just because then the, every Back to the Future was a re- uh, remake. No, because it also it's all different actors. It's Jai Courtney. It's the is new cast. But it's not different characters though. Yeah, I mean. It, but no, they're supposed to be playing my, the exact my, same my characters. Problem, my problem with it is, it it rewrites. It's trying to rewrite history, 
and it's one of it's they they want to call it a sequel, they want to call it a reboot, but you know, it basically eradicates Terminator One and Terminator Two, which is the best two. Terminator Two, Terminator Two, Terminator Two is one of the best films ever made, hands down. I think uh, I think I'll actually like one a little more, slightly, barely. He does. Hey, one is good, but, but he they're does. both great. But so the fact that they get rid of one and two, those aren't the two we should be worried about. No. Let's get rid of three. And did they do that already though? I thought three didn't even matter. <laughs> it's like the Rocky Five; we just bypass it. Yeah, yeah. that's what it feels like I, in all the rest of the movies when they came out. Like that wasn't that, even a thing. I, that, that's the that's the one with the chick Terminator, a, right? I had a hard time with Genesis because I because I mean one. When you're reading, James Cameron's giving it the thumbs up, and he's like, "It's good, it's good, you'll like it." And I'm like, "Oh, cool, cool," because he he did the first. Wait a minute, this was on your worst list because I'm yeah. pretty sure you told me that was your favorite I've movie never of said all that time. Ever you say that. you have a Terminator Genesis T-shirt? No, I've seen you wear it on multiple. I have a Universal Studios Florida. Don't tell people this; they're gonna believe it because everybody believes true. it because it's true. Uh, this man loves Terminator Genesis. No one likes you. No. No one, um, we do hate you, Sean. Uh, <laughs> How did I so get both of y'all on the same yeah, side? Yeah, yeah, the you, hatred of me yeah, bound you It's just that you're so terrible, it's just coming out. Okay, it's so, so the last two... Or, or wait, 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 I gotta go with three, and then the last two we're gonna just rant on because we picked the same last two. Okay. Uh, Planet of the Apes 2000. Ugh. Ugh. Um, I agree. Uh, when, when someone said to me, Hey, Bill, Tim Burton's remaking Planet of the Apes. I'm like, great, I love Planet of the Apes. I love Tim Burton. How can you go wrong? Planet of the Apes. <laughs> well, tell me, what was wrong with oh, it? Because I'm not saying, oh my god, I'm going to live or die by this, but I don't hate the, the movie. The dynamic like, of the movie. I own the it's movie. A cartoon. It's a cartoon. The whole premise of the original movie was he talked, so he was like the apes. He was smart. He was intelligent. None of the other humans talked. That was the main premise. This guy's smarter. This guy's different. When all the humans talk and there's no difference in intelligence, you kind of take away the whole concept of the movie. So the whole basic premise of the movie is that, throw this out the window. We're just going to make humans versus apes. That's it. The end. Uh, yeah. What's wrong with that? The original one. Uh, they're had a they're redoing it. And, they're redoing it better now. I mean, with with I, I totally rise of the a, a rise thousand, of the apes and thousand the, times agree with that. Yeah, I mean, like, I love those. They movies. took mm-hmm. the same similar concept where it's apes versus humans, and they're doing a mm-hmm. fabulous job with doing it. it well. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it's absolutely it's terrible. The <laughs> ending is one of those that like even even Tim Burton can't explain to you why he made the ending of the movie. You know. Where, where, uh, you know, okay, I'm not I just remember the end of the 16 movie. 16 years later, uh, Mark Wahlberg goes to a wormhole, thinks he's changed time, and lands on a planet that looks like it looks like Earth and Washington, D.C. And when he arrives, he I guess he ri- arrives at uh, the Lincoln Memorial, beautiful, and it's a, it's actually an ape planet run by apes that, that you know, the same cop cars, and it's got Caesar. Those gorillas pulled up in yeah. those cop cars. Y'all weren't excited. So did that you, gets me rocking and rolling. Tim Burton didn't even couldn't even explain that. Oh, dude, I've listened to that. I, I when I had that DVD, I listened to that 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 uh, commentary a hundred times, and he could not explain to you why that ending. Because I did I didn't understand it, but I thought I missed something. You didn't. He okay. doesn't know why he did. Because it. it was in the in the old one, they showed up and there was a Statue of Liberty. Uh, that made sense though, because. It's showing you that it's actually on Earth and so forth. So there was a premise to do that in the original one, but this one... I think that's what it was showing you. No, it wasn't. No, I think he was... I don't know. I don't, uh, this is PG-13. I can't say what, what I want to say. <laughs> okay, okay. so let's go with our... Uh, let's go with this one together. We'll talk about Total Recall, the remake. 
Oh, I didn't even see that. Uh, I, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even see it, but it, the preview and Colin Farrell and every the gen- Colin Farrell. We're back to him. Yeah. The generic future. The original Total Recall there a, uh, was so great with the sets and the backdrops and the characters and everything. This doing yeah. the typical up. Oh, we don't. We need a future, a movie future. What are you gonna do? Uh, just hit the generic film button, and we'll give the typical movie future that everything has ever from here on out. And it's it's just terrible. Uh, yeah, it wasn't good. Um, you even have Brian Cranston in it, and it's just not good. Um, I can't even. I, I think they totally got rid of the whole uh, Mars. No, he's on Mars. Like he lives on Mars, and like there's a train that goes from. The side of Mars you live in to the side you work in that goes through the core. Okay. That's why there's the whole gravity thing. I can't remember, dude, because it was so bad. I can't remember if they have the mental vacation part of it or not. Maybe they do. Maybe they – I don't remember. But it was terrible. It absolutely was horrible. You know, and I love the original. I mean, I go around oh, yeah. quoting that all day with the kids. Huh? If I'm not me, who the hell am I? <laughs> 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 so again, let's let's bring this up. Hold We're on. talking remakes. Hold Good. On. We got one last one. Oh, I thought that was it. No, I thought that was the one. And we both picked this one. This turd nugget here. Oh, Phil, <laughs> you, you can do the honors on this one. Uh, I, I actually went to see this. Uh, Craig and I went to Craig Wade from uh, B Movies and E Books. Uh, we went B Movies and E Books. The Overlords. Uh, we went to Frightmare, and the Monday we we both took off the Monday. We came back Sunday, and we, we went Monday morning and watched, in 2010, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Nightmare on Elm Street is probably one of my favorite horror movies of all time. And I thought, great, Jackie Earl Haley is playing, right. is playing mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger. Um, uh, Rooney Mara is not a bad actress. This can't go wrong, right? Wrong. This is a giant fecal deposit. Yeah, it was, it was, it was bad. It just... When I saw it, I was really excited. Same thing you are. I'm like, oh, Jackie Earl Haley. Right, yeah. It's Rorschach. It's Jackie Earl Haley. He, I don't know what everybody's saying. All that he's done. Right. But Ro- I was like, that's I mean, going to be a good good. He, he did so well as Rorschach that almost everything he does, I'm like, I want to yeah. check that out. Yeah. Um, I bought uh, The Nightmare on M Street remake for $2 at some random. Got ripped off. Whatever. Mm. And I've yet to watch it. I have yet to watch it. Well, Everybody that talks to me about this movie you, says the exact same thing. You would think. you You. If you grew up with it like I did, because I, I saw it right after it right. came out. I was like nine. And you're thinking, man, if they could redo it now with today's special effects, mm-hmm. it would be amazing. Yeah. No, it's not. They, <laughs> See, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, the thing that I love about <laughs> Nightmare on M Street is the same reason, and I know you guys hate me, we're talking about Planet of the Apes. It's cheeky. It's goofy. It's funny. The it's, original? No, no, the the remake. Um, I like that it's oh, goofy. I, no, it, and most people are like furious about it. it. I didn't think it was goofy. It wasn't goofy. But, yeah, yeah, I was, thought it was. I thought it's like real emo. The, 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 uh, I'm talking about the Planet of the Apes. Oh, okay. It's okay. being goofy. Uh, no, 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 not 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 Nightmare. I'm talking about Planet of the Apes being goofy, and that's what I loved about the original Nightmare uh, on M Street. No way, dude. Um, dude, I, I like the the I'm, even even the later like it, there was. Okay, the sequels. When you're are a kid, cheesy. it's scary. The sequels are cheesy, but that original. Well, that's what I'm talking about when I say it as as a whole as a whole the whole. Um, I guess all of them together as one storyline. I love the the kid with the um, he picks his ears, or Freddie pulls out the big uh, yeah. you know, uh, chalkboard thing. and blows his head off, or even you know, like um, in four he's coming through the sand with the hand, just just goof the power glove scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I love that it was just like uh, there was this you yeah. know cheesy horror 
uniqueness to it. So, um, yeah. I, and I hear that's not. There's nothing. It's no, just, no, it's, oh, it's, it's not it's, funny. It's not. And it you doesn't know. even. It doesn't even. It's not imaginative. It's it, mm. nothing is creative about it. Right. It's very bland. Because the original Nightmare on Elm Street, I think you're right. You hit right on the head. Boom, creative. I mean, you're seeing yeah. things you've never seen before. Just even even if it is crazy stuff. And, Great um, film. Right. And so, um, anyways, so I, you know, like I said, I didn't make a list, but that was. That's us. We did that's our homework. That's y'all. Yeah. I know. Well, I gave you the homework. So, man, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, uh, you know, I was hoping it'd be good. So, let me lead into this. Remakes, man. Are they, do, what's good and bad about them as a whole? Um, I, you get a chance to see something reimagined if you grew right. up with something, or let's say it was a little bit before your time. Let's go like, like in the seventies they remade King Kong. King the original King Kong was made in nineteen thirty three. Well, let's say a kid in the seventies can't relate to a black and white movie like that, even yeah. though obviously the superior one is the original. Okay, so they remake it and they remade it again in two thousand six, and it's a little more graphic and a little more. Violent and and bigger, you know. Right. Peter Jackson. I, 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 if I can say anything about that movie, the the effects and the, the actually gorilla. Yeah. In the film, beautiful, gorgeous. But I, I yeah. like the new one. Mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. seen uh, the seventies one, but I like the seventies one. ones. You know, was, that, you're was it they remake or you're talking like the Son of Kong? Or no, what? it's the seventies. It was the uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff one, Bridges. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nineteen seventy-seven or seventy-eight. Oh yeah, Sun Kong was still like fifty, yeah. sixty, something like that. So yeah, uh, you know, you get a chance to reimagine it. I mean, you all know that I, I would say in our lifetime, because we're all pretty, pretty young. I'd say. Can you say we? <laughs> Can you? Say, oh. hey, Joe, you don't have to take that. From me. <laughs> hey, look at his face. Uh, thank you, Rick. Uh, thank you, Rick. Uh, no, I, I would. Great I, I'm going to be honest. I'd say within the next fifteen to twenty years, someone is going to remake A New Hope. It's safe to say. Yeah. That's what, what, gonna, what do you mean? The, like the, the, the Force Awakens? The, the, no, no. I like them both. I like them both. I'm pro. Go I, I, I think someone will re- actually will go do a, a, a real remake of A New Hope, not The Force Awakens. <laughs> but, you know, some, and then when they do that, they're going to redo The Empire Strikes Back. Right. So you're going to see in your lifetime, they'll do it. I'm, dude, yeah, I mean, I like that. I like, um, I, I mean, Satan right now. Say I love this piece of work, and I grow up, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like I'm old already. But say I become a director or whatever, or like I love this piece, and I show my sons these thing, and they grow up, and she starts talking to their friends. Have you ever? No, nah, man, I've never seen that. I don't even know what you're talking about. No, you know what I'm saying. And then you're like, well, maybe your parents hate you, and they never showed you. No. But they go on to be directors, and they're like, I want to bring this version to the world to a new generation. You know, I think I think remakes are you know not always the you know definitely worst thing, but definitely um, they do need. A little love, a little more imagination, passion. a little twist, a little passion. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. And not just like, oh God, I got this idea, let's do it. You know, um, who who greenlighted Point Break is what I want to know. And well, said, but, you know, I agree. But that's, but that's the reason. Yeah. The reason we brought it up earlier. The reason they do remakes and sequels right. is very simple. It is already money in the bank. Right. You know Point Break. You know it. I know it. They already got a built-in audience. Right. They got kids that are like, what's that? Their mom and dad go, oh, hey, it's Christmas night. We got nothing to do. Let's spend 20 bucks to go see Point Break. Okay, giant waste. For anybody that loves the movie, it's a giant waste. Yeah. And I couldn't bear to watch it. Right. But there's probably kids that But there's name record. Why did they remake Red Dawn? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I didn't see it. But you just look at the trailer. It was a piece of crap. Yeah. I mean. I didn't see it either. Yeah. So, so it's money in the bank, name recognition. It's right. easier for them to, they can say, we're going to sell tickets based on a name. 
Okay, if it had a, you know, they could, right now, I'll be honest with you. Dead serious, I bet they do something with the Goonies in the next five years. They redo the Goonies. I think they should do a sequel with okay, how they so, are right so, now. Exactly. Do you know? Do you know no, especially you know, the dead ones. You know, I just found out this week. Uh, three years ago, they were planning to do an animated sequel. Hmm. With with the original voice cast. What, Sean Astin is way too big now. He can't fit in one frame. Or well, they were <laughs> they were going to make them young. That's my Sam Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, I, I don't. Wow, they're going to have to use a lot of movie magic to make Sean <laughs> well, Astin. He looks, well, he's he's going to make it animated like a cartoon. Still, do you know what animated still. is? It's when somebody draws pictures and then puts them together <laughs> to make a movie. It's not. Uh, I heard him say animated, but okay. my brain just went to live action. We're just going right. to forget that he said right. that. Yeah. So okay. I got. So I watched two movies this week. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to end it going back to talking about this, but let's hear right. we, uh, Bill Carter's movie review. All right. Oh. So for for uh, a different uh, intro. That was your intro for a comic book store. Uh, this one definitely works. It's definitely apropos. Um, the Death of Superman Lives, What Happened? The documentary. You saw that? Oh, that's, out? that's out already? Where did you see that? My magic box. Oh, I want, I need to... Oh. Is that officially out or no? Uh, Kickstarter, you can buy it, but you can... Um, what was it on? It's a, If you have Time Warner cable, it's free, but we don't have Time Warner down here. We have Comcast. Right, yeah. I have Comcast. So I have a magic box, and I got to see... I watched it. My daughter and I watched it. Is it good? Uh, yes, it is very good, because... It's two hours long, and they really break down what this movie could have been. It's not nearly as bad as what you think. Kevin Smith uh, is in the first third of the film, and my daughter just kept saying, this guy says the F word a lot, <laughs> and he's really quiet on the cartoon because we watch the Clerks cartoon all the right. time. He's super quiet on the cartoon, but he, all he does here is curse. I'm like, yeah, that's his career. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, and hockey jerseys. Yeah, they, but it, right a third through, or half, a quarter through this film, they basically tell you, yeah, his version of the script sucked. He did not know how to write a superhero script yet. He barely knows how to write a script. Uh, they threw it out. Tim Burton's just like, we're not working with this crap. So they hired another guy. And yes, there were... Are there beef between Tim Burton and Kevin Smith? Yes. It's to still, this day. Yes. Because of that? Uh, yes. It looks or like because it. Kevin Smith saw Planet of the Apes and he was just super, <laughs> super disappointed. Super jealous that he can't make a movie that yeah, as good as that most of the time. <laughs> right. Um, Did Tusk? Um... <laughs> So I got to tell you, you—they have so much production art in this. Like it is so cool what could have happened. Like Brainiac, it, Tim Burton doing Brainiac, and Brainiac is a head, and he's got a human body, but the cape moves away, and it's just tentacles like Mars attacks in a way. Right. Oh, dude, man, so cool looking. Doomsday was a cool idea they had in it. That's were they putting all these characters in it, or they were yes. going to pick somebody? Yeah, no, this is this would have all been in it. Okay. Um, the suit is the suit that everybody saw that that, yeah, that yeah. lit up. That was only a one minute part of the movie where his body is regenerating in this Kryptonian chamber. Hmm. Um, they show you all kinds of costume tests. Um, God, Nicholas Cage, Nick Cage, with I, long hair, yeah, with a mullet. I, Beautiful. It would have been a different version, but it would have been an interesting version, an artier version. You know, a lot like Batman. Um, Did you say artier? It, a little, yeah, seriously. When you watch, the, when you see all, like, they have so many production artists. So many, I'm like, Brainiac's ship is, is just like in the comics, a flying asteroid that's a skull. 
It's incredible, man. It's so I mean, worth the watch. Yeah, and you then, got magic boxes, or got, if you give to I, it on. Uh, if you can find it, it's very hard to find. Like I think you can buy it on iTunes, possibly, or you can go to a website they have, and you can buy it on DVD. Or I Blu-ray. like that you're like it's so hard to find. If you go onto iTunes, I don't know if it you can maybe, buy it there yeah. or not. I don't know if you can. Okay. Let me ask you this real quick question: Does it sum up the reason, the main reason why it actually never I can got tell you made? Why. I can tell you why. Well, don't because I think that'll be a spoiler. Not really. Okay, I mean, okay, if you you can go to Wikipedia and find out. Um, the real reason it didn't get made was Warner Brothers the previous year had had a terrible box office year, and they go through and list like 15 movies in a Those row. flops. Sphere failed. Uh, all these different these different kind of like... Movies they were banking on? Well, yeah, the, these movies that now you don't make, like these mid-level drama kind of thrillers, Yeah, uh, they all tanked, and they had a terrible year. Well, the budget was going to be 140 million plus promotion would have been 250. Um, they said we can't do it. We can't take the risk. Uh, Tim Burton, I think what he had done. I don't know what he had done at that point after Batman, post night and after Batman Returns, but he hadn't had a great run. Nick Cage hadn't had a great run, and they were just like, "You we- shut your." Sorry. I didn't. Hey, look. look Sorry. I get a little judgment. Ooh, I get a little testy when uh, it comes to you Batman gotta, Nick you Cage. You got to watch it, though. I mean, just seeing the production art alone, the footage of him in the suit, uh, it, it really. I, dude, I, when I, I saw the previews probably a year, year and a half yeah, ago. Same here. And I've been, I forgot about it, but I've been, I was like salivating to see that yeah. just because, um, again, was, Nicolas Cage, <laughs> Tim Burton, and Mullets. I'm, uh, I'm with you. I was totally rooting for yeah. it. I can't wait to see it. It's definitely on my list. The funny thing is. Kevin Spacey, they they were talking to to play Lex Luthor in this movie as well. Awesome. It, it, so he was he's been Lex Luthor for a while. I can't remember who they said Brainiac. It wasn't Tim Allen because that was the rumor growing up <laughs> that it was gonna Brainiac was gonna be Tim. Wow, Allen. that'd be terrible. I cannot remember who. He's oh, oh like, Christopher oh, Walken. Oh, oh, beautiful. Christopher Walken <laughs> is Brainiac. Uh, they didn't have a Lois Lane nailed down. Uh, they they mentioned <laughs> Brainiac walking around <laughs> fixing they, stuff. They mentioned three or four names from the time period, but uh, you know they probably would have picked somebody you didn't know. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. So I watched the second film yesterday. Oh, I got to start out saying I love the original Independence Day. It's one of my. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. You see it? You're already throwing the, up. No, I said the original one. I saw the original. I one. love the original. It's it's fun. It's patriotic. You threw up the original Independence Day. It's everything about it so cliche. But, but it's okay. But, but, but that it was it. It was supposed movies to be, are cliche because of Independence yeah. Day. Not the Independence Day was cliche. Okay. No. So they're originators. You, Bill if, Pullman's speech. Hold on. If Makes you, me love America. Go. I'm if sorry. you don't. Wow. <laughs> this was. <laughs> this was bad. This was this this makes you question why this movie was made twenty years after the fact. It was terrible. It's bad. It is there are a lot of moments. I'm gonna give it the same number I gave uh Ghostbusters. Nope. Continue. I'm gonna give it a two. Whoa. Two. A two? It's not good. You've seen the second and, and I missed and my magic box cut off the last ten minutes. And I was just Oh, like, that's where the gold was, bro! Um, no, I got to the I got to the I got to the final <laughs> boss fight because that's what I call it. It was a video right. game. Uh, uh, basically, they rip off what all the they rip off the original Independence Day plot wise. Um, Will Smith, they came back? Will Smith's picture is in it because he's dead. Spoiler. Yeah. Oh, he's dead. He in died. It? Yeah, he died in testing the the, the just like his rap career. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, 
His son, they have. He has a son in it. The from when he married the stripper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his son is a pilot, and Chris Hemsworth, Thor's little brother. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Miley Cyrus's husband. I have never seen anybody phoning married. something in. Like I, there, uh, there are Mexican people at payphones right now. They're they're phoning less. <laughs> Why they gotta be Mexican, bro? Dude, they, you got this Jew hater. You got this Donald dude, Trump over here. Dude, I don't. You're the only ones that use payphones. Come on. <laughs> All right, so it's – oh, my God. The effects – I mean, I'm watching this on a – this is like a hand cam. Like, uh, as about as good a hand cam as you can get. That's what you get for watching – I went to the movies. No. And this saw this bad. masterpiece. This was, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not a this masterpiece. This was bad. This was – like, even the special effects are not anywhere near, like, what, what we could have. I think it's because it was really bad because that uh, – um, the doctor – Oh, Brent Spiner, uh, Data from Star Trek? That's exactly why it was bad. You start putting Star Trek people and stuff downhill. Well, I'll say this. Go. The day it came out, I guess the uh, Asian restaurant I go to called Basil House. Whoa, Shout out to Basil why is it got to be Asian? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because uh, it's delicious and I'm giving them props. I hope we can go there and keep on business and I'll keep going. Anyway, so they, I guess they had a bootleg version of Independence Day 2 out. I'm like, Shut out. up. This just came out today and they had it on the TV. And there's a. it was about half full. It was dinner time. And at first, people started watching it because I got there right when it started. But I noticed about 15 minutes in, no one was no. watching, including uh, me. Boring. It was so boring. I'd look over my shoulder every now and again to see what's going on, and it's more boring talking. More boring talking. Like, does this movie going to have any action at all? When we left in the middle of it, I didn't really hardly see anything. But a little bit here and there, but it looked terrible, and that was all I saw. Well, the, Bill, whole, the whole plot point. like The only thing that really mattered, Bill Pullman's speech was not on point in this movie. <laughs> well, first of all, okay... He damn near has a stroke three times in the movie. Two, the star of the show was not Jeff Goldblum, but Jeff Goldblum's dad, I think, stole the show of this movie. So and why? And, but my and, okay. First of all, why was he in it like that? What was the need for his character? Who? Why wasn't dad? he dead already? Will Smith's dead, but this guy's still yeah. alive. So what was his? So, what was his dad? I still like it. What do you do in the movie? <laughs> his his dad just, wrote a he, book called it, "How I Saved the Planet." Yeah. Basically, because he he had the idea to give the you know the give this the this aliens a cold a virus. Yeah. Okay, so you see him trying to hawk a book in a retirement home. Okay. <laughs> awesome scene, by the way. And he lives on a boat, and then he gets. He's like Andy Samberg. I mean, <laughs> he's like the, <laughs> the Jew on Andy Samberg. Yeah. All right. I'm on a boat. Uh, basically, I don't want to ruin it because it's so fun. <laughs> Sorry. Fun. I'm getting it's so, so fun. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it because it's so damn bad. It's pretty. It's the ending where I left <laughs> the off. The more I think about it, maybe okay. I didn't like it as much. Where I left <laughs> off. Je- Jeff Goldblum oh, no, plays no, no. my emotions. I get I confused. Love Jeff I get confused. Stuff maybe not be good, but because he's there. Okay, but but the the part where I left <laughs> off, Jeff Goldblum and his dad are driving a bus full of kids that yeah. are abandoned orphans. Yeah, straight I mean, up a bus full of orphans. It sounds like you're in making the desert. Hold on, he's in not- the desert, and the alien mother, who is basically the or the the alien queen, who is almost a complete ripoff of. The queen from Alien and a Predator unif- outfit. Bastards. Don't steal those masterpiece okay. works of art and put it yeah. in this piece of crap. And then... Whoa! Independence Day was great. It's part of the franchise. And then again, again, two different sets of pilots steal alien ships and are fighting... This is right where I ended. I couldn't see the end of it. 
uh, are fighting the alien mother on the ground because if the alien mother gets this magic ball, oh, oh P- yeah, I forgot. P.S. About the ball. P.S. We get invited to an intergalactic civil war, you know, uh, by a group of nice aliens. Uh, so, I, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not making this up. This is real. <laughs> and we're going to end tonight's podcast on this. Bill is upset that the American culture is not the center of the universe because Independence Day has two fighting alien species hey, and we weren't a part hey, of that. Hey, I'm just upset I'm not at the RNC tonight, okay? I don't know what that is. The Republican National Convention. <laughs> oh, are just you? JK. <laughs> no, he's, he was hating Mexicans <laughs> earlier. That's right. I, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, if y'all could, y'all would. And... So, as far as remakes go, we love the, I mean, I do, I'm speaking for myself here, the, the, I'd say the heartbeat, the tradition behind, hey, I love something as a kid, let me put it out in the world, but so many, so many have failed to bring that vision to fruition, we'll say, and um, we're talking remakes, man, we're going to end it on that, these are some remakes these guys say you should see, some you should never touch with a 10-foot pole, Um, we had some movie reviews from Bill, we had collector's corners from... Ravishing Rick Dixter. <laughs> <laughs> and I am your host, Chevy Chavria. Thank you for this conversation. We hope you enjoyed it. Anything else before we go, guys? Uh, we get to do our sign-offs, too, not just you. Oh, your, okay. your Chevy Chavaria podcast excellence. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Or- okay, <laughs> as far as thank you again, we are the Avengers of Toxic City Comics. Come into Toxic City Comics. Check out the awesome sales we got going on. Right now, we have a two for Tuesday. We're just doing any two things other than comic books you buy. You're getting 15% off. You pick those up. And right now, come check out on Thursdays. We're doing our Throwback Thursday sale. All back issues. Back issues. off. Go ahead and sign out, guys. We are out of here. I'm Ravishing Rick Dixter. I'm uh, your friendly neighborhood, Bill. You told me I couldn't sign off. You were all like, no, I said we need to sign off too. And he is the mouth of the South, Chevy Shareer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He can't say my last name. (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. We are out. podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com. <laughs>